Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And holy shit, this is streaming things. Whoa. Nuh-uh. Listening to the intro music, I was getting all tingly and nostalgic inside. You can tell it's been a while since we've recorded because the podcast is wearing glasses. (laughs) (laughs) The show time has passed. Got the braces taken off and everything. (laughs) I don't know why we haven't recorded. Like, literally nothing has happened in society or on a global scale that would have distracted us at all. It's a pretty dead year. It was honestly, it was just, it went by in a flash. Pure like, laziness. God, That's what like I would argue. Nothing. Pure laziness. Yeah. We were just distracted by all the enormous success. <laughs> enormous success of what? Enormous. <laughs> um, so to our dear listeners, we are deeply sorry. We have missed you more than you have missed us. We guarantee you. I've Absolutely. missed you more than certain dead relatives. Yeah. Almost all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have anything to do with any of the deaths. I don't care what any police record says. I don't even know most of their names <laughs> anymore. I'm adopted. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so we're back. Uh, and we promise this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> so, okay. We're just going to lay it all out there on the table like this sound blanket that we have that you can't see. I'm just now realizing before I brought up that analogy. It's a nice uh, blanket. It is. And very, very soundproof. So we've had very... Uh, large struggles. I don't know why I gave them a size. We've struggled. That's what the word I meant with keeping the show going beyond the scope of the stranger things show. That's what we do best. We got the egos. We got the chocolate puddings. We got Modine impersonations. Oh, well, there. Puddin. Puddins, all that. Yeah. Puddin. Um, and we're really good at that. And we try to, you know, journey into other things. Westworld, Game of Thrones, uh, Altered Carbon briefly, I think like Batman v Superman or something. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. That yeah, was, I, forgot I thought, about a good idea. Um, not only does our <laughs> listenership go down slightly, which is to be expected, but our motivation does as well. Uh, but we believe very strongly that we have hammered down uh, a schedule, a schedule, if you will, because I know we have uh, listeners in other parts of the world that we'll, we can be able to stick to. A, sh- a schedule. <laughs> A schedule. I don't is, remember. Is, is that the ye old English version of? Well, we've got Canadian listeners. Isn't that how they say it? In I, Canada? Canada, uh, email us and let us know. How do you pronounce schedule? I'm, I'm almost positive it's schedule. What's, uh, a, what's a schedule about? <laughs> uh, so you can look forward to this. So, Steve, won't you lay out the schedule on them? Oh, God. So the schedule, what we kind of have, uh, uh, we've settled down on the schedule. Pardon me. <laughs> pardon me. The schedule we have uh, decided moving forward is that you guys will have a new episode of streaming things to look forward to in your RSS feeds every single week on Monday. Monday. What time on Monday? Um, <laughs> we joked about this. I don't know if this is 100% doable, but we always joked about on 316 a.m. Hell yeah. There's going to be a new episode of streaming things. So get your podcast feeds on and listen to stri- that's a stone cold Steve Austin, that's Austin 316 solid joke. Solid impression, dude. Thanks. <laughs> 
Thanks, brother. Yeah, don't you, don't listen to the Steve Austin podcast. Just listen to this show where Steve May impersonates Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve May do that impersonation frequently. Maybe, if you're lucky. Nice. Will it be added to the Matthew Modine, Dr. Brenner lexicon of Steve's impersonation? Who One knows? only has to listen to find out. Okay, so that's going to be every single Monday starting now. Today is January the 18th when you're listening to this, which mm-hmm. is, I believe, a Monday, unless COVID-19 has scraped away all reckoning of a calendar. And uh, you can be excited that the following Monday you're going to have a new episode. Um we have, like I said, it's been tough. Uh, so just a little bit, why? Why has it been so hard for you guys to record consistently? We love you guys. What the fuck? You've betrayed us. Sometimes you say <laughs> binge and nerd afterwards. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> like, you don't even know what your fucking name is. I'm cursing. And I'm like, listener, stop cursing. I get it. I get it. I get your frustration. So I went through, and I think I've told you this before, deep, uh, deep. Person- deep, deep personal upheaval right around the 2017 mark, I think, yeah. uh, which was not long after the show was born, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and we kept it going. So I split up with uh, my fiance and my child's mother. I moved homes multiple times. Um, Steve and Andy were very gracious and met me wherever the heck in the world I was. And we kept trying to keep it going. You're welcome. It is. You know, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Some of those some of those houses I was in were, were, were quite sordid, even, uh, I must say. I had, like, roommates and shit again. Not that to not people that have roommates, <laughs> but, like... fuck, <laughs> Ew, you had roommates? <laughs> That's Gross. not what I meant. I just meant... You know what? I, you were there, Steve. You were being very nice about it, though. Um, <laughs> tiny little apart. Anyway, it's fine now. So now... I own a home. I've been able to to purchase that. I switched jobs a few times. I may again, by the way, but don't worry. It's by choice this time. Um, you know, Andy's buying a house. Yeah. Steve has bought a house. Like yeah. we're, we're in it. We're in the shit. We're, in we're in on the grid right now. Oh, that's true. That's what you meant literally. <laughs> we're in the I house. I thought you meant like figuratively. Like we're in it. We're on like the train of life. The podcast is coming from inside the house. <laughs> so that was the biggest reason. Um, I'll take the spearhead of that, like just me crumbling. Um, but also then as soon as we started to gear up and things were settling down, uh, this little thing called coronavirus uh, hit the the world. Mm-hmm. And we've all been quite distracted uh, throughout all of 2020 with that. And uh, here we are. Yeah, obviously we were, we were planning on doing a major reboot of the show right before um, we kind of went off the airways. Um, I don't even think I was on the last couple of episodes due to my... Uh, you weren't on the last one. Yeah, the last one was, was just Andy and I getting, getting drunk, drunk and... talking about the Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, isn't bad. No, know? I mean... It, I had a good time. Just creaming it. It's like one of the best episodes <laughs> we've ever done. It's gonna. It's legendary. Like 30 years from now when people are listening to old you know, records of us on vinyl, there's going to be one guy that has like this... Just creaming it album, <laughs> the single, the B sides and rarities, and that's going to have the most value. It's going to sell in the black market for a ton. I don't know if the listener truly appreciates the the drama that was the title, just creaming it, uh, just between because like, we were trying to figure out what should we call this title or the, the the previous episode, and I'm like, let's just call it just creaming it because that was something that I think Andy you said. I don't remember. One of us said it in the episode, and I thought it would be a funny title, and there was like, no, that's inappropriate. No, and I'm like, I'm going to make it anyway. <laughs> and so now it's and but. Then not full, not intending that to be our last episode for right. a year and a half. So, like, 
like it's become this like yeah we named that episode we can't go out on just creaming it guys come on let's it's been an inside joke that just hasn't been able to die just because of the title honestly right (laughs) we we had we like had to defend ourselves and come back and record something someday just so just creaming it wouldn't be the last thing that we did can't let that be the tombstone (laughs) and we would get an email every now and then from a new listener and just be so elated like oh that's so nice that's so great we're still going and then somewhere and andy and i would call each other and it would creep in the back of our minds and i'd be like oh bro it's just creaming as the last thing <laughs> have they gotten to it yet oh god <laughs> or did they start there is it fine like andy's like should we delete it and i'm like i mean no <laughs> but yeah like, like that was obviously our last episode um you know, several things happened around that time where we just couldn't get back together because we did have really ambitious plans. And to, to be frank, they probably were overly ambitious for what we were able to do at the time, obviously. Clearly. Um, just because we really wanted to do all these things with video and streaming and and um, just because our personal schedules just at that time, even before COVID kind of went crazy where we couldn't even see each other that often to begin with. So it was just kind of this thing like, hey, we'll get to it. And when we get to it, it's going to be baller. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. But then the world ended and that put like a major hold on everything in society, let alone our dumb little podcast about streaming, you know, (laughs) it's kind of insane to think about how fucked everything was before coronavirus. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, do you remember the last season of Game of Thrones? Honestly, I blame that more than anything for sure. I think that, that caused everything that we are now dealing with. The double Ds caused our double downfall. <laughs> it was the harbinger of 2020. That's, you know, that's all I'm saying. For sure. It was definitely, uh, 2020 was the season eight of Game of Thrones for the world. <laughs> Everybody was looking forward to I don't know about that it. because season eight of Game of Thrones at least started off pretty okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, January. 20, 2020 began like pretty awful. Like, hey, Australia's on fire. Hey, <laughs> the Amazon's on fire. Hey, there goes uh, Kobe Bryant's dead. You know, just yeah. all these we things. R. R. Like R. right R. after another, um, which, you know, kind of has me curious. Chris, I, you said this when you walked in, um, you saw Sam, my wife, and you asked her, so how's your apocalypse going? Right. So I want to flip that question to you, Chris. How is your apocalypse going? How did, how did especially the beginning of 2020 affect you? And like, just, you know, because um, I don't think we've talked about it. No, we, we honestly haven't. Um, not well, but also surprisingly well at the same time. So dear listener, and obviously this whole, I want to preface it with this, this whole episode, if you're new to the show, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're totally talking to our, you know, people that have been listening to us for a long time and we're so grateful for them and new listeners, Both but of you them. know, this is not really the show, but we felt like we owed everyone uh, somewhat of an apology and explanation and just to kind of touch base, you know, cause people that like us know that we unapologetically ourselves for good or for ill. Uh, one Apple podcast reviewer said it best. Don't know much about movies or music and slightly misogynistic, but lovable. And I'm like, okay. I'm, Four stars. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I thought that's the only two things I knew a little bit about. Super hurtful. The misogyny I expected, but damn you. No. Sophomoric um, misogyny. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to make go. sure that sophomore well, actually, is in there. That softens the blow. It does. It does. That means that he knows it's not sincere. It's just to be funny, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we hope. So my apocalypse, uh, so it's weird. I'm very blessed to still have a job. Like I said, I bought a home in September of 2019. I've afforded the mortgage every single month. Um, I have not gone hungry. None of the people, you know, most dear, uh, near and dear to me have 
you know, caught the virus, which we had a really big scare for a while because my son's grandpa has uh, pancreatic cancer. So it was obviously terrifying that he might catch it. And it's been very stressful because I, I work in a job that's, you know, I'm, I'm unable to do remotely and I'm always living in constant fear of bringing it home. But uh, that has not happened. I'm getting married in February, uh, a very Yay. small, very small COVID safe uh, affair, but that's neither here nor there. But obviously that's good. We got engaged in quarantine and it was really neat because, um, you know, you re- I'd read a lot about, you know, a lot of relationships being really stressed by the quarantine and we did like full on, didn't leave the house, you know, for, you know, very, very long time, even work for a while. Um, but we grew closer together and I actually proposed to her in the quarantine and I thought that, that was really romantic and like in, everyone, in your guys's place. Yeah. Like in the quarantine yeah. house. Okay. Yeah. Super romantic in the uh, dining room. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, took you to this sweet spot over here. Um, but yeah, I just, now just, that the world's ending, <laughs> we might as well do it. <laughs> but I thought that was neat. Like, you know what? Everybody else is driving each other crazy and I am more sure than ever that I want to spend my life with you. Um, so that's wonderful. But at the same time, obviously, you know, the whole world, new crazy shit happening every single day. I mean, as we're recording this, it's like what a week after they, you know, we're in America, they storm the Capitol. Yeah, it's like um, a week and some change. Right. I mean, it's always just some constant, insane nonsense. And um, a little personal note, too. I mean, I have a job that I'm grateful for, but I also really crushes my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what took me away from the podcasting and my writing and stuff for so long. And it takes a lot of hours. I'm in sales. So you already know if you're in that area what that's like. I work with a lot of really good people, but that are also, you know, much further right politically than I am. And, um, you know, they love sports a lot. It's just, I'm not really that kind of guy. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it feels like I'm spending a lot of time being someone I'm not. Um, and so that's really dragging me down. And Andy knows I'm I'm thinking constantly about just quitting. Right. And he's like, I mean, as your friend, you're literally like about to get married. You just bought a house (laughs) and your job is to quit your job. Your idea is to quit your job. To spend more time doing a bunch of shit that has to date paid you zero dollars, you know? And I'm like, yeah, man, because you got to fucking do it or don't do it, man. (laughs) He's like, you have a child. And I'm like, don't tell me what I can and can't do, mom. (laughs) My child wants me to live my dreams. And I think he does. (laughs) (laughs) I just tell you with love, buddy. You're probably right, but it just, it bothers me. So that's the biggest thing that I'm going through, which sounds so small. There's people like fucking going through crazy shit. And I'm like, I hate my career. Um, (laughs) So there's a lot of privilege there for sure. Um, But that's how mine's been. I mean, I'm very blessed. It's been, and I'll tell you what, I'll end with this. So in late March, when it all first started in this area, I caught a fever of like 102. So I was, I stayed home for like well over a month on doctor's orders and blah, 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 blah. And then I have to be honest, and this is kind of terrible. That was by far the best month of my 2020. <laughs> I could, because for, since I was like, I don't know, at least seven or eight years, I've worked 40 to 80 hours a week, um, more toward the latter end of that spectrum for the most part. And when I am off, I've got all kinds of errands to run and other shit to do. Mm-hmm. And if I do spend any time, 
you know, binging movies or like, you know, playing video games, which I always make time for. It's always with a slight tinge of guilt that I should be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas goes away. in the quarantine, the, but it was oh, gone. Yeah, yeah, true. It was gone. I'm literally not allowed to do anything else. It's fact, in fact, for the betterment of society that I do not. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah. Serve your country. <laughs> I will say, I'm going to serve my nation and binge all of The Witcher again. You're welcome, America. It was amazing. It's so stress-free. Groceries can be delivered to your door. Did you guys know this? I, I get it super that. wrong most of the doesn't time. doesn't matter. Do. I'll, they're, and it's so bad. They're like, uh, you wanted bagel bites. We subbed it out for tampons. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just fucking eating tampons you watching The Witcher. You can't put those in the oven. Do they soak up a lot of milk? They do. You can dunk them for days. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Andy, how's your apocalypse been? Um, so, good, great in a lot of ways and horrific in others. Steve asked, like, about, especially early on, you know, how's 2020 treated you? So, I lost somebody super-duper close to me right at the start of 2020. Um, and that was extremely hard and it was unexpected and terrible the way that it happened. Um, and so like I was at her funeral the day Kobe Bryant died and I was like, well, honestly, Kobe Bryant, I don't care that much about, but I was like, this is weird. Like this bad start to the year, you know what I mean? And early on the year, everybody's kind of reflective about what's been going on. And so you're like, let's get off to a good start. And so you kind of have that somewhere in the back of your head, like, no, oh, this is not how I thought the year was going to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not what's going through my head. I'm like standing there bawling my eyes out at the funeral and stuff. I'm not like, this isn't how the year I thought it was going to go. But you know, <laughs> like, reflectively, you know, eventually you kind of start to internalize those kind of things. So uh, very, very, very rough start to, uh, to my 2020 and uh, took, took, you know, couple months honestly to kind of turn around a little bit and start to uh get back to uh, a, a kind of normal and so i started getting like and and so then that's when the pandemic happened obviously and so then like when at a time when i really need to be around people and friends and stuff i kind of can't anymore mm-hmm. uh so that was tough at first and then i sort of uh i sort of like turned the corner a little bit and i started doing great i started playing music for like hours every day and i started exercising every day and i was jogging like three miles on the treadmill every day and i was like i'm actually starting to kill it in quarantine i lost a bunch of weight early on everybody was putting on the COVID 19 and i lost like 30 pounds or something and i was like i'm actually killing it this is this is okay i'm starting to starting to feel better and then i had this horrific fucking accident where i got it was the day that i hit a weight loss goal in april oh yeah early in april and uh the day I hit this weight loss goal, I got on the treadmill and I was like, I'm going to keep going. And I, at like three minutes into a jog, I, uh, I felt my shoelace come inside and I looked down and it was like, it happened in slow-mo. I watched myself step on my shoelace and just ate shit, dude. Like something you see out of me. Like I just flopped forward and slammed into the treadmill and got thrown off the back. And I'm like being dragged by the thing. Cause I don't wear the belt. Nobody does. You should. Cause There's I'm, a belt. Well, there's like a thing that you're supposed to clip onto your it's waist. A safety so clip. When oh, you, it'll it turns turn off, off the treadmill oh. if that if that happens. And I wasn't wearing it, so I'm like getting rubbed, okay. like by the thing at the bottom. Mm. Oh shit! And I horrifically broke my finger. Like it bent sideways, and I shattered the knuckle into like eight or nine pieces, and like the middle bone like got split down the middle. And so then I had to have like surgery. So I go to the doctor, right? And uh, 
Well, I went to an urgent care thing. And so the first guy comes in after the x-rays, x-rays is, yeah, your finger's definitely broken. Obviously, you knew that. <laughs> Take a look. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not that. Mr. Caston, are you aware um, <laughs> something's wrong with your finger? <laughs> right. Uh, so We're not sure what. <laughs> so he, he was funny and he was like, you know, I broke my finger. It kind of was like this. I was playing soccer and I was playing goalie and I got kicked and everybody, you know, called me goalie hands or something. I don't know. He's just being a dumb doctor trying to be chill. And then he leaves and then the next doctor comes in and he's a little more serious and we're starting to get into the pandemic. We're going to have every, to cut it off. Everybody's wearing a mask. <laughs> everybody's wearing, we'll get there. Everybody's wearing a mask. And so you can see in their eyes, like what, it, what the reaction really is. And so he comes in and he's like, it's actually pretty bad. Like you're, you're the type of uh, break that you have, it's called, they called it like a phalanx fracture or something like that. He's like, it's actually kind of rough. And then he uh, leaves and then a third doctor comes in and then he's like just wide eyed, but uh, you know, everything covered by his mask. He's like, dude, this is bad. And I'm like, Oh my God, bring back the first guy. He was super <laughs> fucking chill. Where's the goalie guy. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I broke the piss out of my finger and I had to have surgery and like, I had like, metal sticking out of it in a bunch of places and it, it kind of worked like braces where they stabbed through my finger in a bunch of spots and then there's a bunch of rubber bands that like pulled it apart uh so it was really rough because like turned the corner on what was a really rough start to the year and then started to get better and then broke the piss out of my finger so like <laughs> all of the music playing and all the exercise and stuff went straight out the fucking window and so now it's like you I couldn't even play Call of Duty with us. Right, yeah. I couldn't use my hand so for anything. And so it was like basically just lay in bed and watch stuff and be sad. And it was just, it was rough, dude. I was like, God damn, this year won't turn the fuck around. And they, they were saying like, I'm not going to be able to play music anymore. And to the listeners, I play, I've played music most of my life. Like at this point, over half my life, I play guitar now for something like almost 20 years. Uh and so it, it was a really big fucking deal when they were saying that I might not be able to play again. And uh, so I was thinking like, I'll, well, it wasn't ever, it wasn't that I was never going to play again, but it's like, I'm going to have to relearn left-handed, you know? And that's, it's not, it's not like you forget the theory, but you don't have the muscle memory anymore. It would have been, it would have sucked. Thankfully they were wrong. So I went through months of physical therapy and I got most of my motion back. My finger, as you guys can see, is still pretty crooked and it's funky looking but it's functional and so you know thankfully they were wrong listener what i'm seeing and he's holding up his finger and um, <laughs> it's his left ring finger there's definitely a crook in the it's gonna hit some it. different spots if you um, know what i'm saying it, it, it's a little sideways uh but it, it works <laughs> um but point being uh they i i and oh, I, I, sh I should say this: my surgeon, his name was Doctor Slaughter, and he lived up oh to the God. he lived up to the fucking name, dude. And he was like, he's the one that was like, the just like, bro, this is fucked. And so like, when I go for like my final checkup after all my physical therapy, so he looked and like stuff, Sergeant Slaughter from like the nineteen eighties pro wrestling guy, <laughs> a little bit. So he, uh, when when I go to visit him, like at the end, where it's like I went through all the physical therapy and stuff, and like managed to get back like way more mobility than they thought I was going to get. They were thinking like 20, 20 to 30%. I have like 95% mobility back. Like it, it works. And he went, when I went for my follow-up, Dr. Slaughter sees my finger and he's like, Oh, holy shit. That's awesome. And it's like the first time he's ever shown emotion. I thought he, he lives up to his name. He's a fucking serial killer. Um, <laughs> And he's like, that's amazing. Honestly, probably eventually the pain's going to get too bad, and we're either going to have to fuse the knuckle or take the finger off. But that's good for you, buddy. And it's like, wait, whoa, 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 what, what? Take, take what off? Right, yeah. He's like, 
basically like, all oh, that progress you made probably isn't going to matter for shit. But honestly, so far, they've been wrong. My finger feels fine. It looks funky. It hurts sometimes when it's cold. But I can play music now just as much. Honestly, I'm playing more now than I was before. So the end of the horrific year has actually been great for me. Now I'm playing music more than I ever have. I got back into fitness and stuff again. First time I got on the treadmill, I'm like shaking and stuff, honestly. But I'm doing fine. Uh, like I'm able to exercise and stuff. Now Now I'm buying a house and Otherwise, like the the tail end of the, and Trump lost the election. God damn, <laughs> the end of the year like really turned it around. He like, lost it like forty seven times. I, dude, I know. Yeah, he's still losing it. <laughs> right, right. So honestly, like it, it was a a great. It, it was the complete opposite of Game of Thrones. It was a great finale to a horrific series. <laughs> So That's Steve, fair. how was 2020 for you? Oh gosh, I feel bad following up you guys. Um, so my my pan my year, I don't have any specific, you know, I didn't break my finger. I didn't, you know, I didn't get engaged or like nothing really big nothing happened. Nothing terrible this year. happened to you. It sounds so um, small. You broke a finger. Like, it was a big deal to me, guys. Uh, dude, I mean, <laughs> you, you had to go into a room and trust your life to a man named Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. That's not only that, but <laughs> I mean, Andy's parents are in their 70s and he had to frequently enter medical facilities during the height of the, I mean, what is still the height, but even right. during most of the mm-hmm. pandemic. What we right? thought was the height. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so in, in the way that COVID has directly affected me, so I, I, I work for a video production company. Um, obviously, we do a lot of work out and about. Um, and it was like, I remember the week of the, like when everything shut down, like the first day when it was like, okay, we're shutting everything down. We were literally on a shoot with a client and the night before, they hadn't shut anything down yet, but the night before they had called like at nine, nine o'clock at night and were like, uh, we don't want to do this anymore. It's not safe. And my boss at the time was like, uh, well, then we're charging you full price. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so we went in and we were there and we filmed. And like while we were in this, I'm not going to say where we were, but while we were at this business filming this um, stuff for them, that's when the news came out. Like we're shutting everything down. So like we literally, what was supposed to be a, like a nine hour shoot was you know, scrunched down to a three hour shoot. Oh damn. And then for the next maybe month and a half, I was worried that um, I wasn't going to have a job because obviously no one's doing anything. The, you know, Hollywood is still suffering from this right now. And, you know, those are way more important markets than ours. Uh, Fortunately for me, I'm incredibly blessed. I'm incredibly lucky in my situation because our company was able to pivot from before where we exclusively did like commercials and promo videos and documentary work. We pivoted to more live streaming work where we got a contract with um, the local county government and we would like live stream their COVID uh, press briefings. We, um, we got uh, work with um, a major local hospital, UC health, and we did a lot of COVID videos for them and all sorts of stuff. So luckily we were able to, um, kind of pivot and do these this work that was important that was like these agencies that were communicating to the public like hey this is what we're doing for COVID and we were able to kind of pivot ourselves into that position so we didn't lose anything. That's dope they were able to basically make COVID-19 their business at that point. Like I don't want it to sound opportunistic that it came out wrong but you know what I mean? Yeah, you were able no, to pivot like, in a way that like you were able to m- maintain a, a steady workflow 
and yeah, deal and, with the circumstances. And the, and the shitty thing is, is uh, like a lot of my friends are in this industry and almost all of them were just, they did not work from like March to September. Right. Like yeah. at all. They had no work at all. Or they had to, you know, pick up um, some other side jobs that maybe they necessarily didn't want at like a grocery store, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's amazing to do. But if that's not your field that you're in, you don't necessarily want to like go into anything else. Mm-hmm. And um, we were really fortunate in that case. And like another aspect of how fortunate we were is like that opened up a lot of really cool experiences that like, I never would have had. So I was able to, we filmed all of the high school graduations this year for the entire district. And that involved like drive-through graduations. Mm -hmm. And dude, I wish my high school graduation was a drive-through graduation because that looks like so much goddamn fun. And like, it was just neat to see. It was really heartwarming throughout all of this to see so many people take such a shitty situation that is the pandemic and watching people kind of really be creative and come up with these ways to like still connect as people, but in a safe, uh, manner, the, 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 um, the drive through graduation is an example of that. But also like we saw, I saw them build the, the, like they took the, the convention center downtown and they made that into a giant medical wing, just in case the pandemic got so bad that the hospitals got overfilled. They would throw people into that convention center. I didn't yeah. know that. Luckily that never happened. Uh, here at least in right. o- in Ohio, that never happened. But it was really you know sobering to watch them build this you know you know a convention center and make it essentially into a hospital wing out of nothing. Yeah, I had a um, friend that actually works at the convention center, and I mean, obviously hasn't worked in a year now. But um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's nuts. Um, but I mean, other than work, this year has been, and I'm sure it has been for so many people. But personally, it's been incredibly mentally taxing for me mm-hmm. mostly for reasons that i i really can't get into on the air um i i some very very few people know what's been going on but it's been an incredibly taxing year which uh leads me to like you know just thank the um the listeners who have reached out via email or what have you on twitter over the past year just to either say like hey where are you guys or hey i listen to the show i love this you know those type of things you know really really meant a lot i know to all three of us um but for me from a personal place like not being able to see your friends not being able to see your family and in a lot of cases and a lot of reasons in my case is like not really being able to justify talking to your family or being really upset with them for specific reasons, mm-hmm. COVID related. Um, it's been, and then plus, you know, you got all the political shit that's been going down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been such a mentally grating year. So when I, I, you know, when we see messages from listeners that really, you know, that really does mean a lot. So thank you guys for helping out on that front. Um, on a positive note, the end of the year to conclude my 2020 wrap up, um, Towards the end of the year in October, Andy and I were able to get together and have a COVID safe um, 48 hour film. Orgy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> COVID safe orgy. We had like, okay, you stand over there. Um, I'll jerk myself off. Uh, no, um, no, we were ha- able to have a COVID safe set and actually take part in a um, 48 hour film festival. Yeah, buddy. Where you have 48 hours to write, direct, produce. Uh, and just make a film and um, it's chaos. You guys it's, did a really good job. Thank you. So the movie's called want to see a movie. 
and it was really cool. We were able to get uh, this abandoned movie theater. It's Which a, is all of them now. <laughs> right. well, well, that was the point. We, we had secured this location of like, it's this old movie theater, like a single auditorium movie theater in downtown Bellevue. And we were able to, we secured this location beforehand. We drew the genre dark comedy and we were like, we have to make this, you know, of the time. So the movie's basically about like a, a movie theater owner and his son who are desperate for anyone to come see movies again. So they like abduct this couple. Like you got, we're playing tenant. <laughs> like come we're playing tenant please come in and and it's like just the the couple kind of watching this crazy you know movie theater family just like trying to trying their damnedest to put on a good show for them dude and it was amazing because the the theater was had not the doors hadn't been opened in fucking forever like at some point somebody bought it and it was intending to turn it into a bar and then it was going to be turned into apartments or something crazy but mm-hmm. everything was still there from the fucking I th- like 1990 was like the last time the place was in business or th- something like that it was fucking forever ago my parents used to date there and they're in their mid 70s so like the, the place is old yeah there's still so, like movie posters the 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 original film reel for as good as it gets is still in the projector room. Nice. I didn't know that. Um, they have the mark. They have an, they have an absurd amount of marquee letters lying around in that place. There's a shitload of marquee letters for that itty bitty little marquee. Like. Yeah. But it was, it was a really neat experience. If you ever, if you want to watch it, uh, it's on YouTube under the channel, delicious grapes. Hmm. Mm, yes, delicious <laughs> grapes. Um, and I, if you if you look at both of our Twitter handles, I think we've we've shared like photos, like behind the scenes photos, and you can see how COVID friendly we were all being and responsible and safe. Indeed, indeed. I just I've missed creative outlets. You know, what I mean, that's one of the biggest losses of 2020. And part of why I'm so fucking stoked to bring the show back is like I miss getting to have the the bro out moment uh, where we can just sit down and actually pick apart something you know I watch some show uh, anything and then hit up a friend and be like oh hey did you see Tenet I saw Tenet what'd you think about it and you know talk to a friend they're like sorry like cool but yeah what did did you think about like the way they threaded through this thing and like Kenneth Branagh did you think his performance like did he really pull it off and it's like he was pretty cool it's like come on man like engage and you don't get that enough and so being able to do that with you guys again or at least to get to start to do that with you guys uh i i'm I'm fucking excited oh yeah i i cannot stress to you guys how bananas i was going last year because i was desperate to talk to somebody about watchmen and there was no one i knew who watched it oh so good and i just needed to talk to someone should have called me or or tweeted we could have twatted together is that what it shot my twat towards you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I know I'm so, um, not to just hammer it home listeners, uh, that are still around. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just beyond over the moon. Uh, I've been starved. I started writing uh, a blog on medium.com at the beginning of no, at the end of 2019 actually. Um, and did that for, you know, many months and was very happy started to pick up some things and then just pandemic. And you would think I'd had all that free time, quote unquote, to start blogging, but dude, it just crushed me. I had no ideas. Like I was unable to move or do anything. Obviously I haven't made a film with you guys in forever. So I've just been so fucking starved and sucking the corporate dick. It's driving me insane. And, uh, not have to, not there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) If you like sucking the corporate dick, by all means. That's not, yeah. Um, Gobble it up. But I'm so excited to touch on something Steve said. Uh, not that, but a while Gobble ago. Gobble it up? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's get into it. Let's that. unpack it. <laughs> unpack it? <laughs> 
when you were talking about the the emails and the tweets that come in um, sporadically when they do, I cannot tell you how much it moves my soul to hear from from you listeners. And I know that sounds super corny, but for instance, I can remember vividly in like early 2018 when I was at that shitty roach infested apartment after I had lost my house and stuff. Um, we got that email uh, from someone, I believe in Norway, uh, about yeah. how much our show meant to her and the really rough time she's been going through and how many times she'd listened to every episode over and over and over and to the point that our voices were relaxing and so on and so forth. And I won't expose her, but I just want to say when that came through, I was in a very dark place and I was like, holy shit, when one tiny thing that I did meant something to someone, I got to keep going because, you know, without any feedback it's just like i'm just a nobody i don't even know why i try um and then you're somebody to me chris i know <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it got darker again you know in the middle of this pandemic um i'm really thinking i'm never going to create anything of value i'm just going to keep plugging along and stacking my 401 fucking k and and that I'm actually should be grateful to do because so many people are struggling with that. You know right, what I mean? And right, that's right. like depressing me more that like I should be happy about the shit that I'm eating. You know, it's just, yeah. de- it should be delicious. Some people don't get shit. Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> more shit, sir. More shit, please. <laughs> and then. More. <laughs> more shit. Uh, little Charles Dickens poo humor. Um, but then we got that uh, tweet from. Um, I'm not going to out her out there, but I was very excited that, you know, even someone else had picked up our show. And um, anyway, I was like, holy shit, you know what? We're going to do it. You know what I mean? It does matter to some people. Um, so if you're out there listening and you've ever just thought about emailing us or tweeting at us or, you know, that's dumb and petty, please do it. It makes us so happy, at least for me personally. Yeah, we love the engagement. Like, just feel free to, like, send in any messages to ask us a question because, you know, moving forward, maybe we should like use this as a good point to transition to what we're going to be doing moving forward. We're going to be having a lot of, you know, topics of the week uh, in, just in case there's like not like a big release. Yeah. Obviously, there's not going to be a lot of weeks where there's a big movie coming out. Um, at least, yeah. at least until the Netflix starts their, you know, their thing. Well, I think there's going to be so many this year, but it's, there's, there's less fanfare mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. But it should be great in a weird way. It'll be more accessible. And, and our stick was always streaming things. Yeah. Now everything is streaming. Right. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, so. but yeah, you can, you can email us or, or tweet us or whatever, however you want to get in contact with us. And you can just engage in the show, be a part of the show, mm. be that fourth host that mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. ask you know like hey i want to ask you guys what you think are the top 10 greatest mustaches in television history mm-hmm. and we will tell you it's all tom Selleck. but feel <laughs> free to write that question in. you can contribute to a wrong answer other than that one uh, so yeah we could take this moment to say uh email us at streamingthingspod at gmail.com that's streamingthingspod at gmail.com my me chris that's me my twitter handle is at c michael rudd Andy, you got a Twitter? Yeah, I changed my handle at some point. Now it's at Andy Most Days. Easier to say, and I like yeah. it. And then Steve. The- I'm at Steve May 13. <laughs> <laughs> but you're number one Steve to us. Um, so that's how you can reach us. Please reach out to us at any time. And so what we're doing um, next Monday, uh, the 
Yes, next Monday will be the episode, uh, our 2020 survival kit. So we're essentially going to be counting down our... That'll be the 25th. Yep, the 25th. I can see, you, I can see it in your brain. I like, what trying. is that date? <laughs> Should I add 7 to 18? <laughs> no. They're going to they're gonna laugh at you. I don't math so good. <laughs> I was going to have a, I was having a carry moment. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the 25th will be the 2020 survival kit. So we're going to count down our top 10 favorite things that carried us through 2020. And that's going to be television shows, music albums, films, video games, um, you know, arbitrarily rank them and discuss those things, mostly TV and movies, but there's a few surprises in there, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And we'll tell you what's going to be there on the following week. Not even going to try to find that day <laughs> uh, and that episode. Um, yeah, so. feel free to send us what your your top 10 favorite media things that kind of got you through the year. Or if there's something you want to hear us talk about, you know, we can't guarantee that we'll work it into the show's routine or, you know, regimen, depending on what's being released that, that month or whatever. But we might. You might have a great idea for a show that would work well with our uh, goofy personalities, and, and we'll throw it in there and talk about it. Talk amongst yourselves talk about about it. it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Add it to the schedule. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Nice. Why did I say that's what ca Canadia sounds like? Okay. So <laughs> to all of our Canadian listeners, I apologize. But what's even funnier about me fucking doing that? I don't know if we told people this on air ever. I'm sure we have. I, I, we did. We yeah, had. We had to. Yeah. So there was an incident <laughs> where we were invited to be on a pretty major news channel in Canada on the release of Stranger Things Episode 3. Because uh, we're a pretty season big... Season three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Season three. Duh. And we're a pretty big fucking deal. And uh, Stranger Things World's not a big deal, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where we make our bread and, and butter. I thought it was like spam or a joke. And so I was really, you know... You thought it was a goof? I was. I thought they were goofing. I was very flippant. And they haven't called us back. And then yeah. I made more Canada jokes. But I love you, Canada. And I hate that I live down here, actually. Nothing gives me so much pleasure than the memory of when Chris put two and two together that the woman who reached out to him about that show was in fact legit <laughs> and it could have been a big deal for us. And Chris was like, Oh, I fucked everything. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, it was worth the failure. <laughs> now I'm still sucking corporate dick. <laughs> she she made sure of it. We Is probably that, should say that, you know, when when Stranger Things does come back, you, the the show schedule just, we drop everything what we do, and Stranger Things is what we focus on. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, I mean, when just for that. Stranger Things Season 4 debuts, we will do our normal thing. It'll be you know, complete with egos and puddings and all that, for mm -hmm. sure. Watch every episode, then we immediately come and record on the mic, then we mm -hmm. go back to mm -hmm. the, the, the episode following that. But what we're trying to do is create a life for the show outside of that because we do love it so much and we love you so much. We want to continue doing this on a regular basis and not look like jackasses floundering. Um, creaming it. We are just creaming it all the time. I mean, we're doing a great job at floundering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for hanging in with us. If you're new, I can't fucking believe you made it this far. Normally, I mean, we're decent. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're, this, Stay is, tuned. this is not a good example of what the show typically is. That'll be next week mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the uh, 2020 um, Survival Guide episode. I think that's all. Is that all we got for this one, fellas? Mm -hmm. That's all I have. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. My name is Chris. My name is Andy. And I'm Steve. And this has been Streaming.